0: Okay, well I'm back for segment number two So I'm going to say this Welcome back to Conversation with Dr. Pope If you're listening and I'm in Dallas on the radio On DFW D E N Gospel Radio Show And if you're listening to me I'm also on Anchor on the Conversation with Dr. Pope a podcast so my next segment i have been sick lately and you know i was when i got sick i was like oh no my son has just turned 22 yes my oldest is 22 i can't believe it and we went out and i I started to feel a little you know like my nose starting to run a little bit a little irritated and, and then I said, well, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. I'm one of those girls. I just keep, I push on through. And so I was pushing and pushing. And then I realized I was, we were singing on the way home from his thing. And um, we were enjoying ourselves in the car. And by the time I got home, and I don't know, a couple of hours later, man, the nose was really like, it wasn't happening. And I thought, let me go and start doing my lemon tea. Let me start get myself together because i can't afford to go down i don't know how many women i'm talking to today but you know in your household if you're the one who's carrying the load you can't go down i was telling my son and my daughter my children they were like oh mom you know go lay down. And i said listen if i if the ship if i stop the ship stops and i i get a little weary of that all the time that every time i think about something i am the ship and i'm like sometimes the ship needs to take a dock well my kids came home the other day and said hey next week we're all going to school um full time i'm like whoa i put my mask on and i said no one's getting sick i heard and ran back to my room in quarantine i do not have covid i had a regular I had a regular cold. But, you know, I went into that mode of mom, kids need to go to work. I need to have that first full week with no children. And then I looked at my schedule. And I went from saying I'm publishing a book, working on co-writing a book, to now I have another client for another project, another author. And I'm saying, you still have the show to do well who can afford to be sick when your schedule is loaded and then i realized something i was watching steve furtick and and he was saying you know we're all trying to get back to normal but what is normal and i realized something in the midst of all of that i needed to rest I don't know how many women are telling themselves that they don't have time to rest because if they don't rest, you know, if they stop life stops and that's not true. Life keeps going, even if you're not well rested. And I'm encouraging everybody to put themselves first. I had to stop lay down because my body just wasn't going to go. And I, I had my hair fully curled and everything. And I was like, I can't even sleep pretty. Now, for those of you in an African-American culture community, you know what I'm talking about. Well, you know, we we don't mess up our curls. You know, we hold our head up and let it go, but we do not mess up our curls. Well, I was so sick that I said, forget it. I'm laying my hair back. Um, And I just got it done because I I had planned to do an interview. And and in that, and I'm going to talk to you about that in a little bit. I realized that I was like, man, them sacrifices. Because I was not sleeping as good as I probably should have been because I was trying to keep my curls. When you run into, you know, your body gets tight, your immune system goes down. And I'm on vitamin, my doctor had me taking vitamin D. So I'm doing all that stuff. But I just kind of got a little run down. And I realized, hey, ladies, hey, businessmen, let's not let ourselves go down because as I'm excited, because it's like I'm getting a chance to do more speaking engagements. I just um, was interviewed for the International Women's Convention. Uh, I was so excited about that. And let me make sure I got that right, because that may not be right. Let me see. The IWS. Uh, let's see here. One of my Facebook groups, you know, this is what I have to realize too. Let's see. There's so many things going on in the news. You can get overrun with all this stuff. Well, wow! Here we go. Okay, wow. Okay, so I'm about to cut that in. Okay, so the name of the group is Turning On the Lights Global Institute. And it's, it's about the, it's, this is from the International Women Build Competence Group. I knew, I was like, I couldn't get it right. I'm like, I don't wanna mess it up. So let me say it one more time. I am gonna be one of the keynote speakers at the um, Community Summit. And it is a group called Turn On The Lights Global Institute by my good friend, uh, Dr. Alana Degrassi. She is the founder of the organization and her group is called International Women Build Confidence. And I'm so excited about this. We had an interview on called a fireside chat. And I was like, oh, my God, I really enjoyed myself. And I was pleased about it. And I said, you know what? We realized something. Dr. Alana and I, uh, the, the Grassy, we went to Capella together. And when I was in school getting my doctorate and she was working on hers, she was kind of like the older sister. You know, the one that was always two or three steps ahead. I don't have an older sister. I am the only girl of a bunch of boys. <laughs> and so I'm the oldest on my mom's side with her children. hmm Those families. And I have uh, five or six brothers on my dad's side. So... Anyway, I've never had a sister until my 16-year-old, 16 years later, I have my baby sister, Michelle. And so um, with Dr. Degrassi, though, I met her at Capella and she was like a role model. I can say there's not very many women, you know, that I just truly say, oh, you know, I've watched them grow. I've really watched her grow. And Dr. Degrassi was ahead of the game. She was doing videos like this and, well, she was making phone calls and having. We didn't we didn't have Skype back then, but she called, you know, you call in. She did a lot of stuff as a forerunner to what I'm doing today. And so we had a fireside chat and it was I enjoyed myself. I laughed the whole time. And then she asked me, and I'm doing my form, she asked me to be one of the keynote speakers at the summit. And I was like, yes. And one of my silent things, my silent prayers has been. Is that you know? I tell people all the time: you have to be careful. You ask God to elevate you, to put you, to 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 use you, and then when He uses you, then you get nervous because you're like, "Okay, God, I may not be ready for the way You using me." <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, "I'm ready. Use me." Many, many, many years ago, I think on one of my shows, I talked about it, I prayed the prayer the prayer of Jabez, Jabez, however you pronounce it. And with that came a lot of opportunities. It was like suddenly opportunities. And so years later, here I am now, I've been saying, okay, God, I'm ready to use my voice. And the moment I get an opportunity to do it with the radio show and the podcast, what do I do? I start whipping out. And because when you you get sick, when you have a million things going, you're like, I don't want to talk to myself for an hour. I want to talk to real people. And so I realized, though, sometimes you have to do the podcast. Sometimes you have to do the radio show so more people can hear you. And then they ask to speak with you. Hey, this is the way things go. So anyway, I'm excited. I will be um, doing this show. And let me see here. It's in December. It's the virtual conference, December the 12th. So I will be a speaker for that. I'm excited, excited about it. When the fireside chat comes up, I'll I'll let you know. Um, We laughed. Let's see here. Uh, She said it's going to be soon. So I'm going to have to look and see when the actual show is going to be out. Uh, on her website so that that made me really excited because now I've also I was on a show with Toni Anderson she is also my author and uh I'm loving being a publisher but let me tell you point two when you have to surrender right I've had to surrender because I've been tired and got sick and then I had to realize I had a different type of surrender this month also I had to surrender my my time i realized something very important because i'm a tech girl i figure i can do everything myself and about four years ago a friend of mine he told me he said you know what dr pope you're gonna have to learn to delegate more and i said oh well as long as i'm able to do the small things i'll do it and save money finally mm -mm. i had to say this week i've been publishing and i'm doing something new I realized when publishing a paperback, you have to have the paperback dimensions for each entity. So Ingram Spark is one way. Uh, Kindle Direct Publishing is another. And when you use an InDesign, or you, one, one takes PDF, one doesn't. I was like, I'm spending a lot of time trying to figure all this out, and I don't have to. I don't have to. I want to know how it all works and I want to do it all myself, but I don't have to. So this week I said, I'm going to reach out and outsource. Yes, for the first time I said, let me try to outsource something. And I did. And I, I can't say I've had 100% success with it yet because I realized I thought I outsourced it and it didn't it didn't go anywhere. I didn't do the paperwork right. So I'm going to see how that works. But each time I try something different, It's like, okay, I learned something. One, you need to make sure you look at everything, every project you take on. And when you tell a client, you're going to do it for this amount of money, make sure you have everything there. Because I made mistakes. Mm -hmm. I made a lot. And so some of the little bitty things cost me a lot in time. Now, I'm, I'm correcting it, though. But I'm saying to you, to my audience, that as, as women, as business people, women of integrity especially, it's important that we are very honest with our clients. Now, not to the fault when you tell them all how you do things, but I'm talking about when they ask, hey, what's taking so long? I had to tell a client the other day, and she took it very well. I said, you know what? When I received your book, I, we were going to publish it one way, and I didn't expect to have to do all this other stuff, but I did And because you didn't have this, work with me. And you know what? She was so open and she was like very accepting. And she said, oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't give you, I didn't give it to you with everything there. So she's, she's working with me as I make changes. And then um, this week I had a client that um, asked me to help her with her, form her LL, um, her nonprofit. One of the things I do, I help people form the LLCs, the limited liability corporation. I also help them with their nonprofits. And one of the things that I enjoy that, because but when I'm helping them on their nonprofit, because, you know, they have to have the bylaws and answer all these questions for the IRS. It is so important that you teach your clients like why you are charging all this money. They want to know why are you charging all this money? Because you're not only doing the paperwork, you're giving them the wisdom, the knowledge, and so a lot of people think, hey, if I have a five, if I have a nonprofit with the state like of Texas, I'm in Texas. That should be it. No, 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 no. You paid that $25 for the state of Texas and you did the you know the business thing, that was fine. But that is not an RRS designated 501c3. And I tell all of my clients, you you need to get the 501c3 declaration because that's so vital to you um, in your business. It's it's important to the people who want to donate to your business. They don't want you to mislead them with, oh, I'm a charity and you're, you're a charity according to the state, but you're not one designated with, with the IRS. People want to give their money to people they trust and that present themselves in the correct way. So uh, I love my client. She was like, well, okay, Dr. Pope, can you make this happen for me pretty quick? And I was so glad she gave me the opportunity. We, we took care of it very quickly, um, quickly in considering, you know, what we had to do. Um, but she was very pleased. She said, I was very professional. And she was very happy that I, I made her my number one priority of that moment. And that's another thing. When you are tired and you're trying to do a lot of things, I'm telling you, it is so important that we stop, make our little to-do list. Before I came on here, I had my little list. Get sent, get organized. I have uh, a big calendar over behind me. I have my planner. You know, Now that I have a video, I can kind of show some stuff. This is my 2020 agenda where I'm writing things down. And when she called and said she needed this thing done pretty quickly, I was like, okay, yeah. Let me, let me help you take care of it because I know she's out there. And when people have an opportunity, you know, again, you have to tell people the IRS takes time to designate these things. It takes sometime a month for you to get your letter back. So, you know, I was telling my client, Hey, make sure you tell people you did apply, you're waiting. So there's no misunderstandings. Right. And so she did. And I, I have no problem. I think her thing will be fine. And so I was very happy to maybe do that. And I was like, yay, God used me to help another pr- person in the nonprofit world. Listen, and the biggest thing that we talked about, ha- forming a nonprofit does not mean you don't make a profit. I don't know who started that false rumor. Nonprofits don't make a profit. What? Cut that out. Yes, nonprofits make profit. It's a tax. It's a tax that. But everybody wants to make a profit. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it again too, and I'm going to say it out. I say this all the time. I'm going to say it one more time. For all of you people out here who want, who are Christian-based businesses, Christian-based organizations, we need to stop thinking that all Christians want to do everything for free. Stop. We have families. We have bills just like everybody else and you can't pray a bill away you have to pay it on the day it's due so we need people to have a better understanding in christian-based organizations that we need our money too so i think it's so important that nonprofits, especially christian-based nonprofits, need to stop thinking that everybody's going to come to do business with you on a faith-based principle and no money we all need money. Even Jesus had a treasure. Yeah, that's right. I know Judas before he, y'all know Judas was a treasure? Judas kept out eye on the money. <laughs> he stabbed her in the back, but he kept out eye on the money, okay? So I'm just saying to you, we want to make sure that as nonprofits, we do our 501c3. Take care of that. Make sure you have your bylaws because you live and die by your bylaws. Make sure you, you know, you do and go by and you are guided by those bylaws and make sure whatever you tell the IRS on that application that you're doing, that is vital. All right. So I got a chance to do that. And I was so excited. So this month I was worried. I started off the month going, God, I don't know how you're going to meet these. And I'm telling you out of the blue, he was just bringing in different clients doing different things. And I'm so glad I'm versatile um, and able to do different things. So very pleased about how God was blessing me, but I also realized I was not taking care of myself. Well, I did better because back in the day when I would have gotten to start feeling like I was getting a cold, I would have kept moving. But with COVID and everything else, I knew stop, take care of it because I, I hate to say it. I don't even want to be in public sneezing. I don't want to be in public coughing because people just give you that look like, they turn all the way around. and do a three sixty, and then they look at you like, "Is that you coughing? Do, do, do you, like you don't hear yourself? You almost have to. I mean, you know, it's like you, you put your hand over your mask, over your mouth, uh, uh, you know, and then you look around like, "Oh my God, I hope they didn't see me coughing." It's, it's we're that scared nowadays. So I was I was pleased that I slowed my roll got my medicine on immediately i was able to i'm feeling much better today and then i had to make some tough choices like i said i had to say okay one client came in i did that i have another client i'm working with and i was happy to get a good report one of my clients i did her um copyright all of you who say you have books if you don't have them copyrighted you must, you must, you must, you must. Matter of fact, I got to do some update on my own application. Um, I have a blog called Dr. Post Blog. And when you do those applications, you know, you claim some photos, you say you don't do some. I got to go back and make sure I got all that stuff right. Because in all the years I've had my blog, I got videos, I got pictures, I got a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm about to just say I claim it all. Just claim it all. And so I'm going to fix that and send it back. Because one thing, if you do a copyright application, if something's wrong, they will contact you via your email. So always keep your eye on your emails. Um, and you'll and, and that's important too. But my other client, she got her copyright and she felt pretty good. So her book is done. It's out there on the shelf. She got a copyright now and next, we're going to take it to the next level. And speaking of that, my podcast, I moved from SoundCloud. Well, I'm still there but I'm not there now as an unlimited anymore. And this is not a bash on SoundCloud, but I don't know if you guys, are, if, you know, if you're in the podcast industry, you realize there's so many podcast forums out here. Well, SoundCloud, I don't like the way they do um, customer relations. There's a lot of emailing back and forth, back and forth. I don't like all that. I'm still old school. I like tech, but I think that this should be sometime time where you say, can I just call you and talk to somebody? Well, you don't get that with SoundCloud. But nevertheless, we finally, I think, have the problem figured out. But I was paying for two different accounts. Didn't realize it. And I wasn't able to keep uploading my posts. And because I've been doing the radio show, now I'm doing more and a longer post. Um, so I, I ran out of space. I paid for the unlimited. Long story short, because of that, and I hate to say this, but because sometimes it takes me to get mad about my money, I got two things we don't play with with Dr. Pope, her money and her children. Okay, three, God, money, and children. Yeah, I got, I got issues in those departments. But I was saying, I said, well, you know what? I need to go ahead and try something new. And so I went over and I was going to Spotify and then I saw Anchor and I said, oh my God, I like the Anchor format. So I did my first podcast there and oh my God, I got a person that said they wanted to even sponsor me. And I was like, what? Yay. So I'm trying Anchor. And what I like about Anchor, they've been putting my podcast everywhere. So now I'm going to take my old stuff down, move it over to Anchor, um, I'm doing the new show today. I'm trying to record on anchor and doing this at the same time. We're gonna see how it all comes out. but I was very, very pleased with um the platform and it's free. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this is gonna work and by me now including YouTube, I already had a YouTube channel conversation with Dr. Pope Channel I think it's called channel One on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to start putting the videos up, and then, and when when I get more guests, I'm going to take it and put it on the Roku channel. Um, I may even do it this time on the Roku channel, so my show can continue. Because you know, with COVID, it's been a haven't been able to get out there and start filming. I? Hadn't, I again, if I'm sick, I'm not going forward and um, putting anyone else at risk or danger just because I have a cold. Again, now you have to be careful even with you know, you know young people and older people. So I'm, I'm happy to hear we're able to go to the nursing home. But when I got my call, I said, uh, don't go to the nursing homes yet. Make sure you're healthy 100% before you go out and go to someone else's facility. So anyway, I want to talk about that this week because I think a lot of us, when we get sick, we don't look at the underlying issues. I think, one, I was just tired, um, had a lot going on and trying to sleep pretty left myself i wasn't getting enough sleep and then ran around somebody got the little bug my son my oldest got sick first and then i think he passed it on to me uh and in my house because there's three other little ones i have to cut it off with me because we don't want the other ones getting sick because if they go to school again you know everybody's the COVID police We we can't even have a cold anymore. It's like now everybody, everybody, you sure it's not COVID? It's a cold. We had colds before COVID. Anyway. All right. So I'm going to end this segment and go to my next one.